Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs Hobby Hustle. How in the hell are you? It's Friday, baby. After a holiday week, let's go. We're just got to cross that finish line. So much has happened just this week alone in the hobby. On Monday, I was sitting there. I did a quick video of this, but I haven't had a chance to talk about it. Man, the Nat Turner news, Collector's Universe, that sent a kaboom, if you will, over the hobby. And man, the fallout, and we'll see what happens on the other side. But for me, a ton of excitement with that. If you want more of my immediate take, go check out my Instagram. I did a quick video on my reaction. Punchline, super positive. I am really excited that I got a chance to record this conversation the day the Nat Turner News went live with my man, Shay Way Vlogs. He is one of my favorite accounts on Instagram, just a good dude. He's the guy who got the wrong PSA order. He flew to Dallas, was at the Dallas Card Show, has such awesome energy and passion for the hobby. He's someone you were like, you got to interview this guy. So I am pumped to have Shay on the show. I think you'll really enjoy this conversation. We talk about uh, the Nat Turner acquisition. We talk about going to shows in the Dallas show. We talk about the importance of consolidating a lot of ground covered here. This is one of my favorite conversations that I've had in a long time. Definitely, if you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Don't forget Starstock. Go visit Starstock. Enter that promo code stacking slabs or slabs. I think both work. Shout out, Scott. Tell me if neither of them work or both of them work. I think they both work. Stacking slabs or slabs. Without further ado, oh yeah, I got to tell you what you get. You get $10 off your first deposit. I got to know my stuff, and that's what it is. Having fun with Starstock. Selling into the storm, baby. That's what I'm doing. All right, without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. Enjoy. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Hobby Hustle. I have one of my new favorite Instagram accounts that I've been following, Shay Wave Vlogs. He's a guy that... A lot of people, when I put up, who should I talk to in the hobby? A lot of people uh, recommended Shay, and I've been enjoying, believe it or not, man, I've been, en- I've been enjoying um, his uh, content, his PSA submissions, the stories that come along with it. Obviously, he's going to bring some perspective of someone who just went to the Dallas show, so we can talk a- about that. As we record this, I have not talked with anyone else about it, but we had a big bombshell dropped on the drop on the hobby today with Nat Turner's purchase of Collectors Universe PSA alongside with that. So you've just had some encounters with PSA that we're going to get to, but uh, Shay, what's your immediate welcome to Stacking Slabs, and what's your immediate reaction to the the bombshell drop today? All right, first uh, I just want to thank you for even having me on on, on your pod- podcast. I'm actually a big fan of you, oddly enough. And uh, one of my favorite things um, that you do is your summary of the quotes you put up. It is so on point, and I think you should make a new Instagram just with your quotes. It's inspirational because you kind of mix life balance with the hobby a little bit. If you kind of navigate the hobby in a certain way with the way with the with the quotes in your whole description of your post, you can kind of apply that to like real life a little bit in entrepreneurship or whatever you want to do, start a company, you want to open up a coffee shop, whatever. So like it kind of like all goes together, the theme. It's it's all a mindset. And the fact that you kind of like summarize everything into like, you know, a couple of sentences really well and straight to the point. I I'm a huge fan of that. So I, I want to, and I'm humbled that you even you considered me to, 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 you know, for me to, to be on your show, but, um, that's enough bragging about you. In, in your actual- <laughs> yeah, keep, keep going, keep going. You can, you can, you, I don't hear nice things. I get a lot of negativity. No, I'm just kidding. No, I appreciate yeah. the, I appreciate the feedback. Um, I, I call that kind of my daily reflection gets a lot of good feedback and you nailed it, man. It's, it's stuff that's not just about the hobby. It's directed at the hobby, but can be applied with everyday life. So I'm pumped you're picking up on it and you enjoy it. 
Yeah. So yeah. Uh, no. Right. Right. Right on. So obviously today, you know, we wake up. We woke up in the morning at what eight a.m. We got this news. We wake up. We see our phones, and we see this huge news. News. You know, Nat Turner, the most famous collector in the world. He broke records. We all know. I think every everybody knows what kind of collection he has, and how most importantly, how passionate he's about the hobby, and how serious he's about the hobby. And he's not just a regular. Uh, Joe Schmo guy. He's not just a regular guy that came into wealth. His background, he built a company, sold it to Google and, you know, everybody could, you know, look up his information on Forbes and all that stuff. So he's like self-made in a way. So those people, I always respect their opinion, their visions because they're self-made. It's not, it's not no freebie. It's not no lottery ticket or any nonsense. So obviously Nat Turner today, you know, we found out that him and a few investors, they came out and they wanted to buy, you know, Collectors Universe at, um, they want to buy the whole company in, in a deal for, what was it, $75.25 a share. And uh, the whole hobby was shook uh, straight up. So when I heard that news, I definitely raised an eyebrows. I definitely jumped out of my bed and I was like, what is going on? 2020 was already a strange, strange year. Like, it's, it's so strange that, um, like, fortunately, the people that are listening to this are probably involved in the hobby, obviously. And the people that are not in the hobby, they probably had a tough year to be, to let's get real. You know what I mean? You know, jobs, losses, quarantining, they're not making money, you know, all that stuff. But then the hobby actually exploded. It literally went opposite of the real world. We're living in a weird bubble in a sense. <laughs> that's, that's what I say, but you know, it exploded. So like, this is another more big news. Yeah. Uh, like how crazy is that the most famous collector coming out buying the big biggest grading company that's like an eye opener i don't know about you like that's i thought that was that my, was insane. My, yeah my it was like worlds colliding it was like a company that has a brand identity within the hobby that everyone uses everyone has experience with with them whether good or bad um and then everyone knows Nat Turner as someone which is this his ultra successful, awesome, just ridiculous collection, ripping boxes of exquisite on Tuesday nights like it's nothing. Like, <laughs> like for me, when I saw the news, my immediate reaction was I think change is needed within grading companies and Nat's background with scaling technology companies. And it, it excited me because it, it gave me hope that that technology, it might not be robots, maybe it is robots, who knows what it is, but it gave me hope that some innovation was on its way to grading. And that's something I think is desperately needed. Well, well, well you hit it on the dot. His background isn't tech. It, it wasn't in any other field. And a lot of people have been saying, let's just get, you know, uh, robots and, and, you know, like computerized and he good with software you know, you show a Zion Prism 10 that we all know it's perfect. Like we can take a vote and everybody agrees this is a perfect card. You know, use that as a foundation and then, you know, have like a little bit of um, plus or minus left and right centering and all that stuff. It could all be programming software. He's he is the guy to make this happen. And people have overall right now, the view in the hobby has been very, very positive. You know what I mean? So I, th I think overall, this is a very, very good sign. Somebody that's spending $700 million into a grading company that's very smart, chances are that he believes in this hobby. So if I, I personally have a little bit of doubts here and there. I don't know, you know, like many other people, like how big can this get? Is this for real? Like are people really paying this much for this card? Like, like what are we in? Is this like a bubble or is this for real to stay? Like this is the new norm. Like cards are the new art. You know, I'm sure, you know, shout out to Real 27 guy. You know what I mean? Him, him magazine. He has like a whole section on, you know, cards as being art. So this just proves that, you know, it just adds more to that weight saying that this is, <clears throat> this is real. This is here to stay. And this is a stamp of approval. And this is a stamp of approval from a very smart guy, a very successful guy, uh, and someone that's passionate about the hobby, which is important. He's not just a vulture. He's actually passionate about the hobby. He, he cares about the hobby. So he wants the best for collectors because that's how generally people that are passionate about the hobby, they want the best for the hobby and generally speaking. So. Totally. No, I, I completely agree. And when, when the new, when the news hit me, I was like long weekend after, you know, holiday weekend, I was trying to get my shit done. 
I was trying not to pay attention to Instagram and the hobby and in my phone. It's so hard not to throughout the day where we've yeah. all been there. And I flipped open my phone and saw all these notifications. And when I read the headline, my immediate reaction was excitement yeah. um, because I went to bed thinking one way about grading and where we we're at. And then now I have a different perspective. So like I am optimistic that this, this uh, acquisition and the leadership of Nat will drive grading company like PSA in the right direction. I, I obviously it's not all roses. It's not all flowers. Like there can't, we're, we're, we're less than 24 hours discussing this right. as a news drop. Have you, have you thought of anything um, potentially negative that could come out of this? Um, what's your well, perspective there? Well, okay. Like I, I, I like this news uh, personally, but just, just for the sake of playing devil's advocate, you know what I mean? Just to give, because everything always, not everything could be 100% perfect and 0% right. There's always going to be at least some, some I don't know if you want to call it haters, but some some people saying this is weird, this is fishy, and all, all, all that good stuff. So the positives are we got a passionate guy, loves the hobby. You know, the good things that could come out is maybe more accurate grading. You know, like I'm sure you've got some PSA 9s. You, sh- you were for sure that was PSA 10s. We've all been there. You know what I mean? And some tens, maybe you were surprised. Oh shit! Like, how the hell did this get a ten? I'm thankful. I'm that. That you won't complain. You know, you and I will not complain if a car were we're, we're hoping to get a nine and we got a ten in. So, like, how about we try to condense that and get more of like a stable, like a real, real accurate of grading? Because no matter what, I think deep inside, like, what's right is right. I think uh, like most collectors believe that. Like, if this is truly a nine, then it's a nine, and I'll accept it. I'll live with it. I'll believe it. That's just the way it is. I don't want something better. I don't want something lower. Just give me what I, what we all can agree by looking at the card that that deserves that grade. So I think that will come more into play. So that's definitely good for the hobby. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest positive uh, out of this, but play more of the devil's advocate situation, you know, just for the sake of it. Um, you know, he offered, there, there is a lawsuit <clears throat> with this company a uh, uh, law firm was wants to start a probe or something. It, this is, but mind you, this is this news is what twelve hours in, yeah. not even. So there's already a company coming in. So I'm just going based on public headlines, and um, that company is saying that you know his offer was at seventy five dollars and twenty five cents. And my background, I did work on you know Wall Street for a little bit earlier in my twenties when I when I graduated from from college and all that. And the stock closed today at seventy seven dollars and fifteen cents. So it traded higher than the closing price. That usually implies on Wall Street lingo that this offer, he may come in with a higher offer. That just implies that. So he's just, uh, you know, he's, he's, he did nothing wrong. There's, there's nothing wrong with Nat Turner coming in. You know what I mean? He gave the 60-day average of the, the, the stock price. So he came in with a fair offer. Sure, shareholders may disagree or whatever the situation is. You know, I haven't read too much into detail, and he may increase the offer. You know what I mean? So that's 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 one way. That's one interesting thing to look at. And then other people may think that you're a consumer, you use this product, and now you want to buy the whole company. Maybe you may have big cards that you know you're more favorable just because you know what I mean, who you are, and you may get the better grades. So that's all. I don't know if you want to call it conspiracy and all that, but you know, like just, just playing devil's advocate, like how that could be a little bit of an interesting type thing. It may be more beneficial for him. You know what I mean? Cause he's, the cards are getting bigger. And the, the fact is the bigger cards are just getting bigger and bigger with new wall street people coming in. So that's just like few of the devil's advocate play. If you want to. Yeah. Throw yeah. It in. No. And I think obviously we, we, we won't know until the change happens and, change based on acquisition from my experience being a part of companies that have gone through it usually takes a little bit of time for those changes to start taking place. But I think appreciate your perspective on just bringing to light different scenarios that people should be thinking about outside of just reading a a press release. But I think we both can agree on that. This is a super positive move um, in the hobby. And that actually might, might take takes us to the next topic where you focused in on the subjectivity of grading and just how, you know, we've all had our stories about this card should be this, or this card shouldn't be that. And that, you know, has been 
an issue with grading and also just like the no description. That's one thing that you mentioned. But then I think another thing to talk about, which is something you went through personally, is just operational inefficiencies that are could happen that did happen, which I want to bring this up. I, I think Instagram knows and people who I follow and people who you follow obviously know your story, but want to make sure that you share your story because to me, it seemed like a unicorn situation. And I was actually watching you live when this <laughs> happened. I thought you were, I thought you were ribbing me. And then I was uh, like, shit, this is, this is real. So yeah. talk, talk, maybe give the snapshot yeah. about what so, happened and then the resolution. Yeah, yeah, sure. For, so yeah, so just, a, just, just a quick recap. So basically I, you know, I try to do PSA mail days live, just like you, Brett, you know, and, and millions of other, Instagram and YouTubers, you know, just showing off your little, you know, PSA mail day. So anyways, so I was doing a PSA mail day and um, while I was doing it, uh, so basically my order from PSA is supposed to be 35 cards, right? So while I was doing the mail day, um, I opened up uh, the first package, which was from a different, I use groups of bidders and I use PSA direct. So just, just quick little background. Like when I first started integrating in 2018, I mean, I'm sorry, 20. This year, what am I saying? Uh, this <laughs> beginning of this year, I'm sorry, a January of this year, which is 2020. Um, I just got into grading. I'd never graded before. And I think you have a lot of viewers and listeners and they were just like me. We only bought graded cards. I never wanted to buy raw. I was scared. Like, what am I going to get? Like, I'm going to get this scratch. I, I wanted, just give me a grade. I'm like fine with getting a BGS 8 or a PSA 7 because I know exactly what I'm getting. And I was, I was only into buying graded cards. This year, I took the Faith of Leap. Uh, Faith of Leap. That's what it's called, right? Faith of Leap. Leap, Leap of Leap Faith. Of Faith. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's another thing. I, I get a lot of things like t- tongue twisted backwards, but you'll, you'll, you would understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, Leap of Faith. Faith of Leap. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. Um, no one's going to even listen to me anymore after this. Gonna be like, Who is this idiot? Anyways, um, Leap of Faith. And I was like, let me buy some raw cards. And I, 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 know I graded them. And guess what? One of my first raw cards I graded that I did okay, or I guess good with, was a Zion. A Zion Prism. You know, I bought it for $80. I hit the PSA 10. Sold it for like 500 or something in like February, March. Like one of those months or whatever it came back. April, I think, or whatever. And I was like, holy schmoly, like the money's in my account. It's legit. It's real. I get these raw cards. I get a slab, PSA 10. And I really like legitimately make not good money, like excellent money, like actually kind of life-changing. Four or five X in Wall Street or even any business you buy, like in real world, that's a big return. That's unheard of. Like people are getting, I know people are getting greedy. Like, oh, I got a two X. No, I'm going to wait for a four X. Like, no, man. You are doing very, very well. If you even if you double, like be beyond thankful. Can we can we stop there and just comment yeah. on that? Because that is just a point I want to drive home. Is that if if you're getting cards back in like the the March April timeframe or whenever June July, and you're looking yeah. at like a five x return, and you think that that's normal, like that no. that is not normal, everybody. No. So no. if you're getting the two x and three x return. Like yeah. that is, that is more normal, right? Be happy. 2X is huge. <laughs> Are you kidding? If Wall Street find out, which guess what? They did based on this transaction with Nat Turner. Wall Street found out that this is a big business. Like 2X is bad. Imagine hearing that you double your money is a bad thing. That's, that's, I don't even know, man. Like any, any person, like, I don't know who you are. That is beyond good. That is like, 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 that is beyond good. And Wall Street found out they got involved. That's why they're getting involved. To, to be honest, to be frank, they realize the grading stuff is for real. Anyways, um, wait, where was I? Oh, so the grading. So yeah, so I was happy. So that's when I got into grading, right? Uh, after I hit the first Zion PSA 10, I sold it in April, whatever. And I was like, holy schmoly, like 5X return. This is because my background was a little bit of Wall Street and stuff. This is not normal. This is not normal. I got I to gotta go full in. So that's that's what I did. I was like, I got to take that leap of faith. I mean, faith, the leap, leap of faith, whatever it is. I'm done with that thing. <laughs> we need a new term. If you could think of it in, in the next two minutes while I'm talking, I got to take that leap of faith and just go in and buy a ton of raw cards, grade them 
and see what happens. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I did. And that's kind of where I'm up to. So all those cards from around March or whatever I was buying, I went all in. I actually made a post about like how I, how like it changed my life to like going all in. Like we could talk about that some other time or whatever. But anyway, so I went all in. So now I'm getting the cards back. So anyway, so I'm doing my PSA live, right? 35 card order. And um, so the first box, um, it was uh, eight cards. So when I opened it and I always told everybody, even all my other lives before even opening, like know what, how many cards you have total. That's the first step. Like make sure you get the right quantity. And then obviously second step is make sure they're your cards. So the first box I opened instantly, I realized I saw, what was it? Um, seven Tom Brady cards that instantly they were not mine. You definitely know if you saw cards in your PSA sub return that look nothing like you've ever touched, bought, seen, or even interested in. So instantly I knew. And my first reaction, I, you know, there's like memes about that. It was like, you know, I don't want, I don't know if it's a kids friendly show. I was like, WTF. Hey, what you want? Air it out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Basically that was my first reaction. Like instantly one second. And this was on live. So there's no playing around. Like this was all like legit. You know what I mean? And then I looked at it like no way. And then I see the other box. I'm like, that's my card. So the bottom line is um, 35 card sub that I, uh, that I submitted. Uh, total, I got 26 cards. And out of the 26, um, seven were not mine. And I was missing on top of that 16 cards. And the, the value of the cards that I got, you know, again, I used to joke around. What if they're all PMGs? You know, what if they were like, you know, credentials, like some big lick, you know, Patrick Mahomes, RPA? You never know because anything's possible because this already happened, right? So what if, what do you do? And I'm like, no, man, what's right is right. You know what I mean? Like somebody, like it can be traced, like there's a million reasons. What's right is right. You just got to, it's a hobby. You know what I mean? The people, the good people in the hobby, they'll always do the right thing. Karma like, too. Car- oh my God. <laughs> God forbid these were all PMGs and I faked it and I was like, yeah, I got a whole bunch of Jordan, like, you know, Scotty Pippen PMGs and Patrick Mahomes call. Yeah, they're mine. I'm just like <laughs> making weird faces. They're gonna be like, no, guess what? I'm probably gonna end up losing like a million dollars in some other weird ways, or you know what I mean? Like in my whole life is just you know what I mean. It'll be karma for the rest of my life. That's a whole nother story. But I I like I, I know what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. So, anyways, so I, I like on the live, I was just shocked and I found out all this information. A lot of people tried to like was shocked and they like were commenting on my live. Yo, like this is beyond nuts. And then big shout out to Zafer JD. Um, he put me in, in touch with David. Um, he's the new vice president of customer relations, a new hire, mind you, uh, at PSA. And he's literally changing the game. Um, literally that night I was on the phone with him telling him my situation and we're trying to like figure it out like as soon as possible. And the next day he called me back, told me that, hey, Shay, we have your six, missing 16 cards. It's right here, like in our, in our to-go booth, like whatever the factory situation they had. And I was like, how the hell did that happen? Like I have somebody else's cards, so somebody else should have my cards, right? Theoretically, that's what anybody would think. But that wasn't the case because maybe the hobby gods were maybe on my side or maybe not. Or maybe the hobby devils were on my side first and then the hobby gods took over. But the hobby gods said that um, the other person's credit card on file was not good. So they never shipped his items out, which would have been my 16 cards. So I luckily, you know, who knows? Who knows what kind of people there are? You know what I mean? He could have just kept them. You know, I don't even want to get into that. But bottom line, my original cards were there and David told me, he gave me the affirm, you know, affirmation and all that. So I shipped my cards back and I literally got my cards back within five days and everything was resolved very quick. So I don't want you to think I'm like a big PSA fanboy or, you know, like I'm like obsessed with, you know what I mean? Because, you know, they, they, did, they did do things right. They did took care of it really fast and everything got resolved very fast. So like, God forbid, like you... Brett, you know what I mean? You had this situation. Like, you shouldn't feel that, oh my God, I'm really screwed. Like, don't stress that crazy. You should definitely stress a little bit at least, you know what I mean? But you're in good hands. And this is from personal experience that this is just just what happened to me and everything got resolved very fast. So that's that. So so my immediate reaction was, 
the customer experience that you went through on the back end to resolve the problem will make you a PSA customer probably for life because yeah. they made it, they made a mistake, but then they were very diligent of correcting it and making it right. And like, that is something that story, if you're, if you're building a company within the hobby or outside the hobby, like they're, you're going to make mistakes and stuff's going to happen. But like handling the situation like PSA did, is the right way to go about it. So that's one thing I take away. The second thing I take away, and then I'm going to ask you a question, but the second thing is how awesome is like Instagram, Instagram live. And someone just saw your video and was like, let me put you in touch with the guy. Right. Like that is like, like I, I talk about it a lot, like just being proactive, building relationships in, in the hobby and like, that like gave you the fast pass to getting oh, your shit oh, corrected, you right? Are, you are you you hit it beyond on the head. You hit it. You hit it exactly. The Instagram community there there are some solid good human beings out there, just like genuinely good for no reason. They had to help me. They could have been like, "F this guy, let him suffer." Yeah, I saw I saw the other cards he has. He has nice cards. I'm trying to get those cards. You know, big deal. I'm not helping him out. No. They they were they were genuinely nice. Good. There are some good good decent human beings in this hobby. That's why it made me fall in love more with the hobby because just based on the humans that are involved in the hobby, that's what I was like. Holy schmoly! Like they had zero reason to help me out. Who am I? Who the hell am I? You know what I mean? And they want to help me, and they got me on a fast track, like you said, quote unquote, um, to the VP, Vice President of Customer Relations, and handle it fast. That's that's just amazing. That shows like the community how strong it is. Matter of fact, you know what I mean. That shows how serious and how tight knit the community is. Like we will protect each other. We'll have each other's backs if something is wrong. We will help you and try to figure out. You know, and if something's out of whack, scammers, this PSA mix up. There will be guys out there that that's gonna try to like you know just 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 give their two cents, their opinion, and you know you could use you know their resources. So I, I was beyond like that's what humbled me i'm like wow like who the hell am i you know you want to help me thank you so much like oh my god i love you like that that was great so yeah so just touch base on that 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 definitely like made me like i'm in the right community i'm in the right hobby i love it and that just vouched that how much i love this community and the hobby totally and before we get off the topic because i want to talk about the dallas show yeah um, and we're gonna have i'm gonna have fun with this question so you mentioned that the the cards, the guy's credit card was didn't work or whatever right. was expired or whatever. Let's just say that credit card was maxed out on something hobby related. This is just a completely hypothetical. What what do you if if that person that card was maxed out who could have got your order was spending his money in the hobby on one thing? It could be cards. It could be, it could be uh, hobby boxes, breaks, whatever. One hobby related thing. What did that person max their credit card out on? Complete hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I was that you. You literally throw me. I like this because I like it when people throw me off the the rails. <laughs> That's an interesting question. I would love to know why his credit card didn't work. Actually. <laughs> Because my my stuff is I, I double make sure that my credit card is beyond good. Like I have more than enough, like enough money to because I want my orders back. You know what I mean? That's that's like the weirdest. Like if you're subbing with PSA, the the last of your worries should <laughs> right. be a credit card issue. Like, come on. Like we're already waiting six months, eight months. Where, you know what I mean? Like you're going to give me a credit card issue. Like, no, that's my fault. And I take full responsibility. Like I would be angry at myself. Like, are you serious? That's what's causing more of a delay. My credit card. That's my fault. You know what I mean? It's not even PSA fault. So I would be angry. What he spent it on, I would love to know. Um, okay, you know what? Free tip I'll give you. So I got his order sheet. So I don't know. Maybe this is some some little juice. Because remember the hobby. Oh, you got I, you, yeah. I you got, got some information. Juice. There we go. Got a little juice, but I'm I'm not gonna say his name and all that nonsense. But okay, you know the declared value of like economy order is ninety nine dollars. I yep. believe or something. So um, I'm, I'm accurate. I put like 98, 99, maybe 50, whatever. This guy in his order sheet, I even have a screenshot of it. You know what I mean? In case, you know, because listen, online, when you say something publicly, people will hold you to the grill. This guy's <laughs> lying. 
that's why I, I'm so like prepared with evidence of anybody that comes at me with anything. I'm like prepared with like Rambo with bazooka. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want nobody questioning any type of nonsense. Anyways, so his order sheet, he put declared value of $2 for everything. Oh, come on. I've never seen that. I've never heard anybody even um, say that to do as a recommendation. I'm like, okay, that's new. That's something I just learned brand new because everybody was like, I, I don't know who does that. I always put the real, I put max declared value, to be honest, whatever it is, because totally. something happens. I want the most money, Yeah. but you, you know how you save because you save with the insurance and all that nonsense. I'm sure you figured out how PSA works with all that, but he put $2 for every single card. So that's, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. That's that person's mentality, how he's running his business, how he's doing everything. So I don't know what he's buying if he's putting $2 declared value on every single one of those Brady cards that, that I got. I hope that's a decent enough answer to <laughs> interesting, at least interesting something to think about. Like uh, Absolutely. That is interesting. And I find it fascinating in talking with people on how they just fill out the damn forms. I think I, I tend to lean to you. Be What you do is try to get it as accurate as possible. Yeah. But then, you know, there's people that are holding back the process by grading like you know $1,500 Lucas and the economy stuff. And it's just, who knows? what that does. But anyways, we talked a lot about grading. Let's get to cards in the sure. market. And I'd love to hear the story on this. It seemed like sure. you just like had this moment where you're like, I'm going to Dallas and you picked up and wow. <laughs> what did, is that right? Am I reading you, you right? You know, holy, you know, what's scary. Look, uh, I'm going to, I have to shout out another podcast that you love. Uh, Lucas Tigers and Bronze with yeah. Andrew. He kind of, not figured me out, but he kind of looked like he, he got an idea of who I am. And just the fa- fact that you said that, you kind of got an idea. So <laughs> now I, I, I realize that, you know, people are a lot smarter. They can kind of figure me out who I am. You know what I mean? But you're 1 million percent right. I made that decision to go to Dallas literally Thursday at 10 p.m. And guess what? I have proof of these tickets I bought. <laughs> I always come with proof. So anybody wants to say this guy's a fraud, some nonsense. I got proof of everything I'm saying. Because I know I come off as obnoxious, a little sarcastic, a little ridiculous, but it's just the truth. I like I'm just that weird guy that always goes through random weird shit. Like, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? You're like, are you for real? No, <laughs> you know. But yeah, this is the real deal. But yeah, um, Thursday night at 10 p.m. I booked my tickets. Why? Big, what was the reason? Big, uh, great question. Damn, you're asking good questions. One of the big big shout out to Iron Cheek. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, he's probably. He made that crazy transaction yes. at Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, sir. At, yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, yes. okay. You know exactly who I'm talking about. He's probably going to listen to this, but he told me because he's because uh, me and him, we got a little close recently. And, you know, I showed him, like, I went in depth, like, this is my PC, PC. It's like the deep stuff. Like, a lot of stuff are not posted. He was like, yo, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're trying to grab. You're trying to grab grills and all that. You have to you have to consolidate. We'll we'll get to the whole consolidation process because I know you're big, big on that. Yeah. Like you're huge on it and you're doing it the right way. And the way you're thinking is so spot on. Like I feel like Brett stacking slabs 2021 is going to be an absolute monster in Peyton Manning and Seiko cards. That's what I think. <laughs> hey, brother, I'm, the the Peyton Manning one is a lot easier for me to see, but, but I'm so deeply invested in Seiko that I'm having, dude, with it, this is this one thing, and I'll, I'll throw it back to you, but the one thing Lameem James said when he was on this show is he said, and I'll never forget it, he said, I never overextend myself and get to a place where I'm waking up worried about my sports card investments. Uh, and that's exactly where yeah. I'm at. It's, yeah. you know what I mean? So consolidation, but yeah, focusing in on certain players, but go ahead, go back to Iron Sheik in this. Yeah. So, so Iron Sheik, he was basically advising me, take these cards. And he even told me, if you have big grills, do not even take them with you. That's another <laughs> big tip. Because chances are you you will make a stupid decision and get rid of that card for whatever. And then like chances are you're going to be like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have, you know, because you saw something you like. So I was uh, I took that into serious consideration. You know what I mean? So I didn't take any big cards. So I went with I'm not going to say the junk slab 
era. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go far as that, but I took some you know decent cards and cards that you know I grew out of. You know, people grow out of cards. Hot cards in the hobby, right? NBA yeah. rookies. Exactly. Exactly. Hot cards. Exactly. You hear the point. Like rookies, pit, things that are moving right now. What's hot? You got to base you stuff. Base stuff. Yeah. I took a lot of base stuff. Trust me. So he told me, take all this stuff and go out and, you know, make a deal. He even told me when to, you're going to Dallas. And he told me, Lucas are going to be, ex- guess what? The one player that everybody wants, Luka Doncic. You think in a Dallas card show, you think Lucas is going to be cheap? What do you think? No, oh, no, that's their hometown hero. People that are coming, they're local. They they want that hometown. Guess what? The dealers, they're not stupid. They're smart. They're was, gonna be like, was, I'm charging. Was everyone? Was everyone? I would imagine, and dude, and this is just from like living through Instagram and digital world. I, I would imagine walking into that that place. Every dealer in there's flexing all their Lucas stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was guys with the. There's one guy in a booth. He had a Luca. I didn't even notice it because I was I'm into 90s cards and stuff. So I saw I was looking at Kobe's and then I looked a little bit more. I was like, is that a National Treasures Luca RPA? Like only like 300 uh, nine, BGS 9.5. That's like what quarter million, 300,000 <laughs> just sitting there. I'm like, okay. Did he have so an armed casual. guard? Did so he have an armed casual. guard? Yeah, so casual. I'm like, oh, okay, this is how it is. Okay, this is Dallas. Okay, welcome to Dallas, guy. So after that was one of the first boots I saw and I got shook. I'm like, holy shit. This is uh there's some there's some very life changing quarter million dollars for a card is very stupid money. You know, yeah. I, I'm a regular dude. You know what I mean? I know there are multimillionaire collectors for them, like, hey, you know, like that that they're in six figure card market. They can deal with that. For me, that's that's beyond life changing. So, anyways, um, so yeah, I booked the ticket that night on Thursday night because Iron Sheik just told me you got to get your ass out there. You know what I mean? You had that whole PSA viral video. Go out there and meet the people. A lot of people probably know you and all that stuff. Smart. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like, I I'm serious about the hobby. I'm I'm basically all in right now. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, this is what I do. Like, this is this is me right now. I got to go out to the show. And this is like, because if you think about it, Nationals obviously was canceled in AC. And AC is very close to me. So Nationals canceled. So this is the next closest thing to the Nationals right after the pandemic boom. You know what I mean? So this is the closest thing to get to the the nitty gritty, the down to the floor, see the training, see who has what card, see who's buying what card, people talking, like the, the volume of people in there, big show. So this this had all the elements. I know it's it's Dallas, but it's not like the Nationals or anything weird. But I knew that this is the closest and best thing. And I saw that a lot of big dealers they kept posting, "I'll be there, I'll be there." Uh, you know, I'm sure you probably seen that. And guess mm-hmm. what? They were there. So I was so glad that they kept their word. So just uh, to recap, so I I go there in the first day. As soon as I get in, I get so overwhelmed. I actually was a little nervous. You know, it was like my first big show. I have. I think because uh, everybody loves transparency, right? Yeah. Can we agree on that? Yep. Okay. I went in there with slabs worth maybe like $25,000, you know, in span of maybe like 50, one, two, maybe 50 to 75 cards, all different prices. Some of them were 50, 80. Some of them were like 3,000. You know what I mean? Just a few, whatever. So I'm giving you full transparency because I know people love hearing numbers because when I hear a podcast, I love hearing people just being straight up and real. Like, I, this is my car. This is what I paid for. This is what I got. You know, just be real. And I'm like, I love you more just, just for being straight up and don't hide so much numbers. I know, you know, I don't want to get into that because that's going to be a whole other topic of people that are hiding all that stuff. You know what I mean? But anyways, so I went there around $25,000 worth of slabs. Right. So I'm thinking, whatever, like, let's see what happens. Right. And my main goal going into a show. And I think importantly, a lot of people should think that is try to use the cards you have as currency and try to use the least amount of capital as you have in your pocket. And I, w- and I'll be honest, I went there with cash, I think 15, $2,000 in cash. And I had some, you know, some money in the bank, whatever. If I saw beyond grill, like where I had to go crazy, right. like, I'll go to the bank and you want credit card too? Like take my credit card. You know <laughs> Like, that's another crazy story. But you don't want to be in that situation, you know? But God, you never know what you're going to see, right? Because the Nationals, I think that that applies more. But this was like, you know, like a show and a lot of big guys were going. 
So anyway, so my my goal was to pick up a nice card with the like maybe zero cash if I can. Because we all have cards that are graded and we all know what happens after a card gets graded. You definitely have equity in the card, whether it be 1x, 5x, 2x. There, there's some money in there. And there they could be some players that you're not that interested in. You know, you, you don't really care about. So, but it's a hot mover. It sells. So that's that's all the stuff I took. I took Zions and Ja. You know what I mean? The, and, and, and a whole bunch of other rookies. Seiko too. Sorry. I, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I know you. I hope you don't get mad. There was a couple of Seikos there. Sorry, but don't worry. Like I Seikos, I because of knowing you, I kept my prices firm and I didn't even take it out. There you to go. Even, to even do a deal because I'm a low key believer because I watched your stuff. <laughs> so, so were you? Were you? Um, obviously, you're running the floor. You're going up to dealers, but you got your stash of inventory. So. How were you marketing what you had? Was it right, just through so, conversations? What was so, your process so, 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 there? So, 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 so yeah, great, great question. So when I, as soon as I went there, the first 15 minutes, honestly, I was a little nervous. Like, who the hell am I? Because I was overwhelmed. Because the first thing I saw with all these crazy big Luca cards, I'm like, holy shit, like, can I even compete? Who the hell am I? Like, I'm just a small fish. And then within 15 minutes, literally, piece, one guy, Nitin, Tap me on the shoulder. Hey, what's up? And I instantly knew who he was. Uh, you know him. Nain for cards or Nain Patel, like whatever his, his handle is. I'm sorry. Dennis, too legit to quit. Uh, Nick Giuliano, another big guy, literally tapped me. Uh, Vic Boss, you know, Victor. You know, he's like a big guy. And he's, he does more, mostly on the Facebook. They actually like knew. They're like, yo, Shayway, Shayway Vlogs. I'm like, holy shit. Like, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> When you, imagine you go into a club, you know what I mean? You're nervous, and you know what I mean? Then you see some of your friends there, like, holy shit, oh, what's going on? Yeah, I, I, I definitely talk to you. I know who you are. And you get happy. You get more comfortable. And those guys, they're more experienced. Like, the people I so associated myself in the hobby, they know more than me. Always do that. Like, always pick brains of people that just, look, you think you're smart, there's going to be smarter people than you. You know what I mean? That's just how life is for everything. Mm. And don't think you're the smartest in the room. That's probably a worst case scenario. Like you want to be like going in there humble, no matter how big you are, because you never know what somebody's going to like think and point at the right direction, like have interesting ideas. You know what I mean? So they told me like, don't even check out these boots. So they told me like, I think it was Nitin or Dennis too legit, too legit to quit. Um, He told me like, go to MCM sports cars booth. I didn't even know where he was. He was all the way in the back. I didn't even really, it's a big, it's a very, very big, the Dallas show was a very big uh, space. So it, it takes a lot to go to everybody's booth, really see what they're going. Because remember, mind you, I just missed out on that Luca RPA that was just sitting there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can look at a booth and not even realize, holy shit, like what the hell is that? You know, like a huge car. Right. Because right. that's, that's the experience. So they told me go to MC, MC sports cars. I go there. I'm looking. And holy schmoly, I see, I, I, I'm a LeBron guy. I see a LeBron gold autograph card. You don't, you see LeBron autograph cards. You see blue ink, black ink, silver. Well, you know, sometimes with the UD black, this was gold. I'm like, holy schmoly. I don't want to act like a little girl and jump up or down like a little butterfly. <laughs> you know you knew I mean? that was it though. That was my card. I, I knew like, <laughs> I got to get this deal done. Like I knew and and he got vouched, you know, by the top guys that I was there. He was like, yo, he's easy to work with. You know, you can deal with them because he's a dealer. He's a big time dealer. So he moves cards fast. You know what I mean? So like whatever the value is now, it's not about the future value. I mean, he's going to think about the future value of a, of a card, for example. But whatever value is now, he's going to pay, a, you know, somewhat reasonable. And mind you, we all do PSA subs. So like, you know, the $100 card, we got to, you know, like, for example, I use a Kobe White. I love Kobe White, by the way. I, I used the Colby White Prism Silver. You know, I was in it. I bought it on eBay for $80, $90, $20 grading. Shout out to big Mark's cards. Um, uh, he, he, uh, he's the one probably that graded that. Anyway, so I was in it for $110. I got a valuation of $650. Uh, no brainer, right? Like use yeah. that five, $500 gain or whatever towards a big grail card because Colby White. Amen. He's. Kobe White, he's a first-year rookie. He's amazing right now. He, I think he broke a record of the most threes in a quarter or in a game. If somebody could probably correct yeah, me. He, he had like, I mean, when when he got the, 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 when he got the minutes the last 
few games before. Yeah. I mean, he was scoring 30 points every yeah, game. Yeah, he was walling out. Yeah. Right. He, 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 he was killing. And he did break a Bulls record. I'm, I'm pretty confident I, I read that or heard that somewhere. He, 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 he did the most three. So he's a shooter. And guess what? The NBA is what, what is today the NBA is about? Shooting. If yes. you could shoot threes you're, and you're a player, chances are your card's going to go higher. Because people, Steph Curry, obviously, shout out Steph Curry. I'm saying shout out like I know Steph Curry. What's up, <laughs> Steph Curry? <laughs> I'm excited to see him back on the floor. We can shout out Steph Curry all day long. No, there's no shouting out, Brett. Who are we? Okay, you know, do you have connects to Steph Curry? Do you know? Do you even know anybody that knows him? Uh, I don't, but uh, don't, so there's no. But shout you never out, know. Right? You never know who's listening on the other yes, side of this. Yes, that's great, great point. That's why I got. That's why you're a podcaster because you can, you can kind of like calm it down and like you know what I mean. Be like, you never know who's listening. I want to say this. Out. I want to say. I want to say this before you get going. If anybody out there knows Steph Curry or has <laughs> any connections with Steph Curry, my man Shayway Vlogs and Stacking Slabs would like to like a photo opportunity. We'll oh fly. We'll go make it happen. If you know Steph Curry, let us know. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I would do, I would do like donations. I would do anything to, to meet Curry. Like that's, that's nuts. But, um, damn, I think we got off a tangent. Where the hell were we? Kobe white. You saw the gold LeBron. Nice. Nice. Thank you. That's why you're a podcaster and I can never be a podcaster because you, you, you can focus. On what the hell is going on? What the hell? What the hell is people are talking about? So anyway, so so I wanted to use the rookies. You know what I mean? I had a Zion. You know what I mean? And I Zion's a hot seller. We all know. Kobe White is a hot player. We all know. You know what I mean? Luka Doncic, he's second year, but you know what I mean. But we all get the point. Like you want to use the hot players that everybody wants. You know, uh, to use as a currency because you never know what that currency is going to be worth two, three years from now because they most rookies just don't pan out. It's just a fact. That's just a, nobody wants to admit that, you know, because you love Seiko. I like Kobe White as a prospect. Like, I'll, I'll, you want to put your money in Seiko? I'll put my money in Kobe White. And chances are, like, maybe they both won't pan out. Well, one of them will. And that's just two. And there's like Rui Hachimara. You can, we can name a whole list. <laughs> RJ Barrett. RJ Yeah, like you can name a whole list, but guess what? Are they all going to like do decent no, thing about it? absolutely not. As long as you can understand that and believe that, don't live in a phantom world. Like you can understand that. Like this is the hype now. Then take advantage of it. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. Because guess what? I took advantage of rookies to get a LeBron James. We all know LeBron. Top two, okay, everybody wants to come on LeBron and Jordan. But guess what? He's in the conversation of top two greatest GOAT of all time. We know we know what LeBron's accolades. We know everything. Like, we all know he's one, one number one or number two, basically. You know what I mean? Whatever. I don't want to get into that conversation. So I was going after a LeBron autograph, a gold, and I'm going to use some Kobe White and Zion. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yes please. please. Yes, please. And guess what? I have equity on it. Yes, sir. One million percent. I'm bowing down to you now. Now I'm thinking, thank you so much. Who are you? Thank you for taking my cards. That's what I was thinking. Yes. And guess what? Another thing, if anybody, if any viewer is listening to this, because I know people, they grade, they have cards. When, when you go in with a dealer, you're going after like maybe like a $5,000 card and you have a whole bunch of like oh, $200, dollars $500 cards to silver because people use Kobe White Prism base you know that's which is like 150 175 silver is like 600 or whatever you know what i mean whatever the market is use don't think that you will get the absolute fair comp to get your grail card think about it you know what i mean you have to like be reasonable be like like we all know what you did like the dealer is not stupid we know you got this card for 90 great for you you know you in it for 110 we know the market value is six you know 650 or whatever you know, like I, you know, I'm not going to offer you 300, 400. That's just ridiculous, but I'm going to offer you what market value. Cause I know I can sell it, you know, like at 600 or, you know, whatever it is. So don't go in there when you're doing a trade deal or you're trying to consolidate a whole bunch of cards, a whole bunch of rookie cards or whatever that's hot into like a big card. And don't expect you're going to get like full market value. Like expect mentally just come in there at least 10, 15% off. You know what I mean? Once you can figure that out, you're okay with that. And you should be okay with that. Why? Because 
even 10, 15% off of a 5X, 6X, you're still up 3, 4X, right? What are you, what, what are you upset about? But this put this on the stacking slabs hobby scribes because this story is what I'm all about and what I Thank believe you. in Thank because you. I I think it's not getting focused and wrapped up on all the little margins is gonna get yeah. you it's gonna get you wrapped miss up, out. miss out on the if yeah. you can take profit in multiple profits and go apply it and put it in a card like a LeBron James, you know, gold autograph. Gold? Yeah. Think how sexy does that sound? I know you're it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. Yes. I, I want one. I want one <laughs> right now, but like it's, if that's the game, if you can take advantage of the hype scenario, you can, it, but it takes work, right, bro? Like you put oh. in the work to yeah. like, Get the oh, cards, yeah. great. I'm yeah. like, yeah. And that's the one thing that, like, I hear you say that it's like a big takeaway for me is like, I'm all like, people just want to get, uh, people want to get rich and people want to sit back, take picks, and people want to be force fed all these profits. Like, it, you got to put in the work. Yeah. No, look, I, I waited three, four, five months. Like, does that count for anything? Like, that's time, time, <laughs> patience. Time yeah. Time is money, right? Like I, I did wait, and I and guess what? In the end, I got a PSA ten Kobe White Silver. So like I put in the work, I got it right. So like you should feel accomplished in a certain way, as a as like a small guy coming in making a deal. But don't expect to get full, full, full comp when you're trying to go after a like a legend. You know what I mean? Like a like if you, I could have gone after a Jordan card. It applies to the same principle of like my like my we all know Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. LeBron James, they're legends. You know what I mean? Their their, their values will hold because like they're so that because listen, a card is only worth what somebody else is paying for. You know, this is not a hundred dollar bill. This is not a five hundred dollar new bill. This is like just what somebody's willing to pay for at, at this moment. So take advantage of that. If somebody's willing to pay that much and you want to take a smaller comp just to get a grail. That's gonna most likely like hold value. And you could sleep well at with the LeBron James autograph gold card. I think you and I, or even if you don't like LeBron James, guess what? You could sleep well at night. Yeah. And that's like you want the hobby, hobby supposed to be fun, right? Not stressful, right? Dude, right, the thing absolutely. And the thing about LeBron, dude, it's like, all right, he just won championship, right? Now there's just how many more years does LeBron have? Look at his situation. How many more championships is he going to get? Like, if you want to bet on anything, it's like there's the security of LeBron James being a living legend, generational, right. arguably right. the best player of all time, like, right? whatever. But then, like, now, if you buy in now, like, the guy still has some left in the tank and he exactly. can win multiple championships. Exactly. So then- look at that. Look at, look, this, this is my, I don't want to say pump because I hate the word pump. But I'm a I'm a LeBron guy, you know what I mean? He you're right, he has more in the tank. There's there's the whole all-time scoring list when he when he passes Carl Malone. And if you want to think about it, look at Carl Malone. He never won a ring, and he's the all-time scoring points leader. And his cards, nobody really cares about him as much. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I am the sorry real 27 this. guy, Mike. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a Utah <laughs> Jazz guy, you know, he's He's a he's a Utah guy, so like of course he's gonna care sure. about Stockton and Malone all the time, and that's what. But but LeBron he already has accolades that makes him Hall of Fame. We all know he's a Hall of Fame, but you know just playing devil's advocate, like totally. he has so many accomplishments that are like what the hell, what the hell, what the hell, like oh shit. And then guess what? There's more records potentially that he should break based on the way he's performing in year seventeen. So. Why not get rid of the Kobe White and the Zions? Yeah, the Zion could go to high. Kobe White could be a Kobe. Kobe White could be a Kobe. How about that? <laughs> I, I, I love that. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what, what they're doing. Are they going to play him at point guard? Or are they going to make him an undersized two in Chicago? doesn't matter. A Kobe could be a Kobe. It's, 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 it's you're true. Smart, People are- you're smart to figure out a whole, a, a, like, a, a, like a written language. Kobe versus Kobe, C O B Y <laughs> versus K O B, you know, and like play around with that whole lingo and make I, a whole meme about that, you know. I I I, lo- I love it. Um, I could talk to you forever, but maybe we close out with yeah, yes, yeah, close it out. So you're 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 super passionate about the hobby. You've just got so many experiences. You're very transparent. and You share. 
everything you're learning. I think that's what attracts people to your page and what you're doing. Um, and I'll just say like, man, keep it up. Like more people like you in the hobby. I'm curious, just you've had a solid year, year one in 2020 grading and going all in. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I feel like this is the year I certainly am back and I'm all in. What are your, what is like, what is a big goal for you going into next year in the hobby? You know what? That's a great question, but I'm going to first say a few things. When, when podcasters ask their host, what is your grail card? You never freaking say it, okay? Because guess what? I'm not going to say price manipulation or anything stupid like that, but you're giving out your, you're showing your Competition, yep. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Thank you for mentioning that. Yes, this is what I love most about the hobby. We're all friends, but it's a friendly competition. You think for yourself, you make your own bets, and see if it plays out. You know what I mean? And get, other people are making similar bets, of course, because you know what I mean? Like you're thinking LeBron James is going to be good. You think Payne Manning, cards are uh, underpriced. You think Seiko is underpriced. Somebody else, you know what I mean? So like you don't want to give up your cards fully. In that sense, when I say like a rookie, because I know you, you're, you're full on Se- Seiko publicly. That's okay because he's very under the radar and a lot of people is going to disagree with you. Guess what? When you, when you hit it right and Seiko is legit, you'll be laughing to the bank. That's different. But when you're talking about like a legend and a grail card, like a LeBron James big card, a Michael Jordan huge, huge card, you know what I mean? Or Steph Curry, National Trust RPA, like whatever it is, you don't want to give up too much things. But I will be saying, I'll be full transparent because Here I, we love go. Being, I love being transparent. I am after a huge, huge for 20 because 2020 has been beyond amazing for me, like to, to straight up. Like I've been I've I've achieved like more than I even imagined. And and I, I've seen those posts like, hey, look, I got this card. I never thought I can get it. Look, I got it. This is you work hard and all that. And I and you know, if you're not doing it, you're gonna be like, oh, another one of those guys. But if you're really doing it, you're putting in the work. Look, 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 I, I'm putting in the work. Like grading is putting in the work, believe it or not. Yeah, it's waiting. It's, it is, it is, dude. I, I gotta just comment on that. It's yeah. so, dude, so I much work. I hate, I, I agree. Hate grading, bro. I hate looking over a card and I hate cleaning it. And I hate putting in the penny sleeve and then the, 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 the card saver one. And then who am I gonna use? Should I submit it directly to PSA? Should I use? Which 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 grader should I use? Which grading groups? I'm sorry, group submissions should I use? There's a whole lot. Which groups? And then I was gonna do a review of all these group submitters because I've used like five six of them, so I know all their weaknesses and strengths. By the way, I don't want to get into that now. That's that's something else that I learned from person. Like who you want to use? Which transparency you want? Do you want to know every single step your card is in, or you want to just give it to somebody and just wait five six months because it's just so cheap? But are you even gonna get it? Six months from now, who remembers what the hell you had six months from now? He's getting a million cards. Do you, does he think he cares about your little Seiko? No, he cares about your little Kobe White? No. You know what I mean? There's a lot to go on. There's a lot of, you know, and guess what? All that I put in and I got the card back. So I did the work. I went through the stress. So you should monetize on it. You should, you should do well with it. So you can get those big cards by consolidating. That's, that's my biggest thing. Yeah. And the, the last takeaway is, I, I don't know how long this podcast is on or uh, like, I don't know how long we've been talking for, but my last takeaway is the biggest thing I think is that the big cards are just going to get bigger. Why? Because just because of Nat Turner putting in $700 million at buying this company, that shows the high, he's high-end guy, obviously. He's not buying Seiko. No offense. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta We're hoping he is in a year. We're hoping he is yes, in a year. Or two. I hope. Yo, I pray. I swear to God and everything. I pray you go. Seiko blows up. You're selling deals of all your Seiko cars to Nat Turner. That would make <laughs> that would make me beyond over the moon. Like I don't know. Like I, you know, I'm so happy you did that. I'd be like, yo, one of my dudes speculated, <laughs> fucking hit it on on the head, and now Nat Turner wants Seiko cards. Guess what? Brett is a smart thing. I did the right thing. But that's just a, you know, a whole nother uh, topic or whatever. But I'm just showing that that the high-end market is going to get higher. 
Yeah. That's that's the bottom line, I think, because everybody, guess what? They're all trying to climb the ladder. I think a lo- everybody is like everybody eventually wants, to, okay, your base card, great. You know, you got a Zion base PSA 10. You know what I mean? You got a Luca PSA 10. But eventually, I feel like they want the more rare stuff because everybody likes showing off. Everybody wants to show, like, I got a Luca out of 25 mojo. You know what I mean? There's only 25 yeah. in the world, serial out of 25. So I'm one of the 25. Doesn't matter the grade, right? There could be a PSA seven. Um, I'm, I'm there's only twenty five in the world. I got one, but yeah, you have thirty PSA ten, uh, Luca prisms. Great, but I got something that's just rare. And guess what? People like when they see rare shit. Holy shit! Like I never saw that. Wow, I want it. When people see something rare, guess what they say? I want it. I need it. I need it. I want it. I need it in my PC. What? How much you want? What does it take? So that's that mentality. I think is gonna like snowball into like the high end market because because we all want the rare cards, the rare parallels, and all that stuff. So I think the future, like the the like the low end stuff, the base stuff. Damn, this is this is like straight up fact because I'm sh- like I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on it, you know, or anything. But the low end, lower stuff, you know, it may stagnate. You know what I mean? And like you know, stay a little up and down. But the like the big 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 cards, you can sleep well at night. Because you got a stamp of approval from freaking Nat Turner. You know what I mean? The most passionate guy in the hobby buying the biggest grading company. That's like, what? That shows. And with not even small money, 700 million. It's, it's still, for us guys, I don't know about you, Brad. I don't know how, how rich you are. <laughs> 700 million is, is a little crazy amount of money. You know? um, but for Wall Street, guess what? It's not. And I'm giving a free thing. The stock he offered at 75.25, the stock closed above that. Even if you know nothing about Wall Street, that means that Wall Street, the guys that are buying, selling, that know nothing about cards, just like random people, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's an open market. They're predicting that Matt Turner has to come up with a bigger offer because the offer he gave up is, people may say, is, I don't want to say fair, but it's just like, it's we we expected we expected it, but we know the hobby is growing. You and I, we know, we see what's going on in the hobby. We see how grading is com- growing crazy. We see, no, I'm going to be straight up. We see PCS sports cards. Shout, I say that we submitted ten thousand last week cards broke all time record. We're we're we submitted twelve thousand cards, fifteen thousand. What does that mean? That's just that's just revenue for PSA. It doesn't matter the value of the card. Forget that part. It just shows that the volume is increasing like hell. And guess what? PSA makes money on the volume, basically. You know what I mean? Yes, some cards are going to be uh, uh, priced more, you know, like 3000 If it's a big card, it'll be priced not $20 a card, you know, upcharges and all that nonsense. But the bottom line is the fundamental issue is that more and more cards are just being thrown in at PSA. So, and Nat Turner is a smart guy. You know what I mean? He has, he has a huge background in this. He built the company from scratch. He sold it to Google for $2 billion, whatever it is. Like, you can Google it. Like, my numbers could be a little off, whatever. But we all get the point. And guess what? He's passionate about this hobby, which means that it could be, there's a word I'm looking for, like, like, like the biggest collector buying at the grading company. It, like, uh, you know what I mean? Serendipitous? Like, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a good way. That's, a, that's an interesting word. Yeah, but you, I, I hope, like, People are, are annoying what I'm saying. I have no hate on Nat Turner or anything. Like, I think the fact that he even offered the balls to buy this, that shows a confidence. Like, I'm thankful for him just even offering it. No, the, He gets it for a cheap price. It, the Like, the collector's universe could be worth $150 a share, whatever. He goes, but the bottom line is he's serious. He's putting real money, and it's a cash offer. You know what I mean? Like, cash is king. We all know that, right? Cash is king. So. The fact that he did that beyond respectable, tremendous, but the stock closed above his offer. That's just something for technical guys, you know, because a lot of people that do um, cards, they're into stocks, you know, all that stuff. And I'm just throwing it out there. They can they can have their own opinions, but that is just facts based on less than 24 hours of the information coming out and what I'm seeing. I, I, I love the perspective. I love the passion. We covered... Yeah. We bookended it, Nat Turner to start, Nat Turner to close, and talked about the importance of consolidation along the way. 
Follow this man, Shay Wave Vlogs on Instagram. Shay, man, got to have you back on, dude. I think we could talk for hours. I really appreciate oh, the time. Thank you so much for having me on. It was, it was, it, was, it felt like five minutes, honestly. <laughs> Take it easy, brother. Until next time. All right, man. Have a good one. So much to learn. This is a guy that is super passionate about it. Go follow Shay Wave Vlogs on Instagram. Real content. He's going live often. This is the real stuff. Nothing sugar-coated. I hope you picked that up from the conversation. Stacking slabs, endorsed and supported. Go hit follow on my man. Go hit follow on Stacking Slabs if you aren't already. What are you doing? Hit that subscribe button. Write a review if you think I'm doing a good job. But the number one thing you can do is tell a damn friend. You got someone who's getting back into the hobby, send them over Stacking Slabs. I do appreciate that. Have a hell of a weekend. Make it count. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. And I'll talk to you real soon.